That's music there from a group called Unwound. Fairly iconic of the era in which we tend to populate on this particular podcast. A release from 1994 on the Trouble Man Unlimited record label. Recorded in Olympia, Washington in that year. With thanks distributed on the sleeve to Generation X and the Minutemen for inspiration. So take from that what you will. Released by Trouble Man Unlimited Records, a label uh, that is still active. Actually, this was the first release for uh, Trouble Man Unlimited Records, a, uh, a very successful and, and ongoing project now, uh, based in WFMU's own backyard of Bayonne, New Jersey. If I had the time and I could get the microphone all the way up to the roof of WFMU right now, I would consider perhaps trying to throw a rock at Bayonne, New Jersey to, you know, in some way demonstrate how close it is to WFMU. But sadly, I can't do that. Unwound uh, put out a, oh, yeah, a whole avalanche of 45s throughout the 90s, and um, most of them, if not all of them, I think are comped on a singles collection, uh, which is probably available from the Kill Rockstars label, who released most of their proper LPs, all of which are really, really great, actually. And uh, whenever I talk about Unwound, which isn't so much anymore because they broke up a long time ago, and it seems in some way that their music has kind of fallen out of fashion, uh, which is too bad. But whenever I talk about them, I always try to uh, bring up and, and speak highly of their final record, which was called Leaves Turn Inside You, which is actually pretty different from most of their previous ones, which, I don't know, I would say the song that we played or, uh, just now on the, on the Anti-Static podcast is fairly representative of. Uh, but their last record was real kind of slow and dark and moody, and, and I guess all their stuff was dark and moody to some extent. Um, but they kind of, uh, it was played a little bit less aggressively, so you could kind of hear that there was some real kind of complicated and very admirable songwriting going on in the background uh, underneath all the noise. Um, so check that one out once again. Uh, Unwound, the song we heard was negated from the Trouble Man Unlimited Records 45 from 1994. And, um, the record that I was, uh, just babbling on about is their last record called Leaves Turn Inside You, which, uh, I think came out around 2000 or so. Good stuff. Before that, we heard music from a group called Idaho, who rather incongruously were from uh, Los Angeles. Very Los Angelin, these guys. Can you say that? Los Angelian? Los Angelusian? I don't know what you say about that. I've never been to LA. Uh, most of what I know about LA is uh, stuff that I've learned in the movies and from listening to Idaho records. Um, and uh, the song that we heard was called Creep. It came from a 45 on the Quigley label from 1993. A British label, it appears. Actually, maybe not. Maybe this was just like the British version of, a, of an American EP. Um, I know that I bought it in uh, London because there's a British pounds price tag that's still on it. One pound ninety nine, which in 1993 probably wasn't uh, bad, but you know now these days with the economy getting flushed down the toilet in America, I think one pound ninety nine is the equivalent of eighteen thousand dollars. So hold back on the Idaho records if you're planning a trip over to the UK. It's just some nickels worth of free advice for you here, my friends. Um, Idaho comprised of uh, John Barry and Jeff Martin and a very unique live experience to check these guys out on stage. Um, their songs were all written with, uh, with different, very elaborate and complex guitar tunings. And so as a result of that, they would bring like 18,000 guitars with them when they would go on tour. And I saw them at Maxwell's and there were more guitars on the stage than there were people in the audience, which was fairly criminal. Which is not to say that there was nobody there, but it was not a very, you know, packed show. And uh, it made for some kind of awkward transitions in between songs of them having to, you know, scramble around to find the right guitar to play the song. But their music was uh, very poignant and uh, very, very excellently delivered, I would have to say. All their records are, are pretty top shelf. 
And uh, I always credit Idaho with uh, teaching me one of the most uh, uniquely Los Angelian, Los Angelosian, Los, An- Los Angelotusian? Oh, forget it. Um, one of the most L.A. styled activities I can possibly imagine I learned from these guys, which is the act of smoking cigarettes while playing tennis. So there's some legacy. This is the Anti-Static Podcast. My name's Mike Lapika. Thanks for tuning in and checking this out. It's a delight to be here with you, usually every Wednesday, unless I have some sort of life crisis or oversleep, as was the case uh, two weeks ago. Sorry about that. We're trying to make up for it. Um, every Wednesday, we, uh, we zero in on three independent rele- independently released 45s from the 1990s and uh, try to throw a little light on them and kind of see how kind history has been to them. And in this case, hopefully, the history is always quite kind to them because no one wants to subscribe to a podcast on which somebody plays singles from the 90s that sucked. At least I don't. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can email me anytime, mike at wfmu.org. The Anti-Static Podcast is brought to you by Freeform listener-supported radio station WFMU. We broadcast from Jersey City, New Jersey, and our website, wfmu.org, has a whole arsenal of playlists and archives uh, for your perusal and and listening enjoyment. Uh, It's a fully volunteer operation here, and uh, we're all very, very excited about what we do and and hope that you enjoy it in some small way. And that being said, let us move on to our third and final selection for this week's edition of the show, which is going to come from a group called V3, who were a real kind of, uh, I don't know, it's sort of doesn't give them a fair shake to characterize them as a dark cloud um but they were talk about just an uber mysterious and really really compelling band um the band was formed in 1986 uh by jim shepherd who was a real sort of iconic guy in the uh, ohio underground music scene uh columbus ohio i believe is where they called their home and um they put out a bunch of records many of them were they were sort of all over the map some of them could be completely experimental like uh uh, soundscapes and other thems, uh, other times they would do these really kind of raging angry punk songs or uh, you know uh, really compelling pop numbers they had a really really extensive arsenal at their disposal and uh, he was a really really quite compelling guy uh, Jim Shepard who uh, tragically took his own life sometime around I think 1997 if I'm not mistaken um, weirdly enough, the band actually got signed to a major label at one point and put out a really great record, which you used to be able to get in bulk, uh, like anywhere, for a dollar, because nobody knew what it was, and, and of course it flopped. Um, so if you ever see the V3 record that's on uh, American Records, which is actually uh, Rick Rubin's Def Jam label, a subsidiary thereof, um, you definitely want to check that one out. It's quite great. Anything by V3 is actually sure to be interesting if not entirely listenable and that may be the case with this track that we're going to play here it's actually from a 45 called russian roulette chinese style which is kind of a uh, one of their soundscape styled records it's actually just a series of snippets of uh of rehearsals and uh radio interviews and all kinds of things that were recorded between 1986 and 1996 um it says here on the insert that uh, V3 was formed in 1986, and on their first, uh, let's see, actually, no, I'm skipping that. The first gig was August 6th of 1986. Interestingly enough, the second show occurred shortly after that, appearing with Crime in the City Solution at the cavernous Newport Music Hall in Columbus. The flyer for that show stated that the music would start at 9.30. Upon arriving at the hall, V3 was informed that their set would begin at 9. Not a big crowd. But hanging out with ex-birthday party and swell maps personnel made up for the stigmatic stigmata of a near-empty hall, as was quoted by Nudge Squidfish recently. Nudge Squidfish, another member of the band. So this is a sound collage record, 
And uh, it's actually one of two sound collage records that V3 put out. The other one's called Elevator of the Gas Chamber, which I almost played, but we're going to stick with this one for today. And it documents uh, the original lineup of V3 in various states of disrepair, you might say. It's pretty great. It's pretty excellent and uh, is maybe a suitable launch pad for you to, uh, to, to check out some more of their records. Uh, this one came out on the Birdman label in 1996, and we're going to listen to side one right now. Once again, thanks for checking this out. This is the Anti-Static Podcast. We'll see you next time. And this is V3.
take requests, we take donations, we're gonna take a five minute break. We'll be back with more uh, short forms of some kind. century but 